Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Gargle will be happening live at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival on the 15th and the 22nd of August. You can get tickets at thebuglepodcast.com. This is a podcast from The Bugle. Welcome to Gargle, the podcast that explores the world of mouthwash and oral care. I'm your host, Doc Alice Fraser. Let's be clear, that doc isn't short for doctor. It's just a file designation. It really should be pronounced alicefraser.doc. Today we're going to talk about the importance of a healthy mouth and why you should never underestimate the power of a good gargle. (laughs) But before we dive in, let's take a moment to do what we do best. (laughs) Oh, do you want no. me to do it too? It. <laughs> wow. oh, how refreshing. Oh. So, so sit back. It's a terrible gargle. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and get ready to get your gargle on because we've got a lot of mouthwash to talk about. Sorry, um, I hired a ghostwriter this week and they didn't read the brief. Uh, <laughs> marginally better Blame than the, the ghostwriter. <laughs> marginally better than the first ghostwriter I had, who kept talking about their unfinished legacy and their horrible aunt. This is <laughs> the Gargle, the Sonic Glossy Magazine to the Bugles Audio Newspaper for Visual World. I am your host, Alice Fraser. We have all of the news, none of the politics. Your guest editors for this week's edition of the magazine are Alison Spittle. Hey, hello. Uh, previously known as the Flapjack Lumberjack in another universe, and uh, Kai <laughs> Samra, welcome. Hello. It's uh, delightful to have you both. And but before we take hands uh, together and plunge forward into the police cordon that is this week's top stories, let's have a look at the front cover of the magazine. The front cover of the magazine this week is you. Yes, we're doing that lazy Time magazine People of the Year thing where it's you. You're the most interesting thing happening in the world this week. Sure. The satirical <laughs> cartoon this week is Elizabeth Holmes unveiling her latest invention. Uh, and uh, the, the picture is uh, of Elizabeth Holmes saying, you put a drop of their blood in and it tells you how much less blood they have. So, Wow, I thought you were going to say like a prison shiv or something. Uh, that would have been a good joke, but it's not the joke I made. So. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> I don't, sorry about that. No, I was, <laughs> no, please do give me edits on the fly. It, it, helps, me, it helps my self-esteem. <laughs> It's something of a C special this week. Our top stories are all C news uh, and not like C news because we're now putting this on YouTube so that you can see us saying the news, but actual news of the ocean wave. 
The first news is the news of a suspected Russia-trained spy whale which has been uh, appearing off the coast of Sweden. Um, Kai Samra, you've seen a whale before. Can you unpack this story for us? Yeah, I'm going to put this out there first. I don't like the way this article is victim-blaming the whale. I feel like the whale had no consent. I don't think it was an actual spy whale. Um, I mean, on the, other, on the other hand, there is a lot of conversation about what the next James Bond is going to be. I'm just going to put this out there. I just say, but no, a female James Bond. I think we need a whale James Bond. I feel that'd be a lot more inclusive. I mean, um, <laughs> in this instance, it's a beluga whale, so at least it would solve all the people who are annoyed that the people are considering a non-white James Bond, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it ticks every box. Also, there's so many licensed to krill. I thought all the names, all these names just come straight out of the bat. And also, I feel like the Bond thing would be pretty good, just whale noises. I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> Alison? Yeah, I uh, with, this, with this whale thing, apparently... The whale has a harness on it that says St. Petersburg. So that's a shit spy, first of all. <laughs> if you're wearing you're wearing a thing that this uh, country that you're apparently working for, um, you know, it's got the name of the country that you're apparently working for on a harness. If you saw James Bond walking around with a harness that said Britain on it, except if he was in Berlin in that amazing... Uh, uh, nightclub. He, you know, no one would suspect him there. But like, uh, <laughs> this whale is the crappest spy I've ever seen. Number one of spy school. Don't wear a harness with your country's name on it. It's just not going to work out well. Yeah, you don't send an envelope uh, full of anthrax with a return to sender address on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Imagine if someone did. Like that would they'd be the hardest person ever. Come back at me, mate. You know? <laughs> I kind of got I kind of got triggered by this story because like when I was younger, my mum used to put mine and my brother's names onto our jackets. Um, but, I had, but I had I had a hand me down on my first day of school, and we had my brother's name on it, and also my brother's name's Arian, which if you've got this level of melanin, is not a, a it's a hell of unfortunate name. And uh, yeah, then like the the teachers thought I'd nicked the jacket just because I had my older brother's name on it, and I didn't understand what's going on. So I felt like me and the whale could do a lot of trauma bonding I over feel, that story. I feel like, like Authorities generally don't understand siblinghood. I remember getting pulled up, I think it was in Austria at the airport with my twin brother uh, because they were right. like, you have the same last name and birth date on your passports. And we were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, just it's very cute. Your brother's name is Arian, like, and this, this whale... It looks like it's a member of a white supremacy group in prison. Like it's Definitely. got a, it's got no hair. It's very it's very pale. <laughs> yeah, it's got a skinhead. It's got a, I have to say a bit of an angry face on it as well. If you want to Google this particular uh, beluga whale, like uh, it's a uh, yeah, they've got a photo of this beluga whale as well. This is a really crap very, spy. Very nationalistic. It's got its own area. <laughs> like, just puts it like in St. Petersburg. It's, yeah, actually, I, I can't take it back. I don't like the look of this whale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in other political whale news, this is the news that uh, killer whales in a group near Spain and Portugal uh, seem to be having what's called a fad or a fashion for attacking boats. Um, either because they feel like anyone who owns a yacht is fair game or because they want you out of their house. Um, this is an exciting news for the orca rights movement, I think. Alison Spittle, um, you see things in black and white. Can you unpack this story for us? 
Oh, yes. So, the, what I love about this, this is about a story about a group of whales off the coast of, like, Portugal and Spain that have been, for the past three years, right, have been bashing their heads into the sides of catamarans and yachts, which I see as uh, an act of class solidarity. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. And, and I think the best thing about the story, and you touched on it there, Alice, is that they, that I didn't know that uh, orca whales have fans. Like, one of the fans that they've had in the past was wearing dead salmon as hats and I didn't like I was very I felt I felt very at one with the killer whale at that point because I myself as a teenager after my uh, after my my chemical romance phase did wear a dead salmon as a hat for a couple of years you know <laughs> to express myself so it's beautiful um, and we, we, we've all seen blackfish haven't we which <laughs> yes. was like Oh my god, that that came out about ten years ago, I think, and that blew my mind. Uh, uh, that that Did whales it blew, would blow have your feelings. mind right out the top of the hole and the top of your head. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> but um, yeah. So these so these uh, these orca whales are just having a bit of fun. Uh, it's not really fun for the people that are in the boats, uh, but also if you're if you're rich enough to own a yacht. I think uh, I think you should get killed by an orca whale. Like, just, uh, <laughs> I feel like or- I feel like going on from Alison. I feel like orcas are definitely like the emo whale. Actually, I've never seen them like in that way before. Also, my first introduction of orcas was like Free Willy. Did you ever watch that film? Yeah, and I feel oh, like yes. that. Their their media like representation of them was so good, and now as I'm getting older, I'm seeing a whole new side to them, and I, I don't like it. It's because the name was Willie as well. So you'd look at it, and you go, oh, Willie couldn't harm me, and we all know, <laughs> and we all know, <laughs> we all know deep down, you know, they I mean, may seem go. fun at the time. That was the third or fourth draft of his friendly name, uh, <laughs> from Killer Whale to Free Willie. That kind of transition <laughs> went through a few awkward phases, including Killer Willie, which. Mm, didn't work. <laughs> I mean, Killer Willy once again sounds like a white supremacist in prison. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's Killer Willy. What did he do? He killed a lot of people. <laughs> or the Willy Killer, which is a different thing again. Uh, in other under the sea news, uh, everything's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Actually, uh, this is the news that octopuses may have nightmares about predators attacking them. And as a big fan of octo, 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 octo things, yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh, I feel really sad, but also kind of more confirmed in my belief that octopuses are as, about as close to an alien uh, intelligence on Earth as we can get. So, I mean, and by on Earth, I mean escaping from their tanks in an aquarium and walking down the street to their ocean homes. Uh, Kai oh. Samra, you've got at least two arms. Can you unpack this story for us? <laughs> yeah, so basically, like you said, it's just, uh, this scientists have found out that uh, octopus. What are we going for with the plural of that? Octopi- what is the plural? Oh, isn't it octopi? <laughs> that, that makes me feel hungry. Cephalopods. Um, okay, just lots of... <laughs> they, they have nightmares. And I kind of... It makes me feel a bit sad, similar to you. Because like, like, you get nightmares because your psychological needs aren't being met. And I just love the idea of like a kraken with like attachment issues and something like that <laughs> or just like a little freud octopus just like trying to decipher what they do all, all krakens but, have attachment issues they're just clinging onto the boats being I like know. love me love me <laughs> that's all they need they just want love from the ships i'm just like why are these pirates just horrible to them? but um yeah that's uh, that's so yeah that's kind of like uh 
It makes you feel quite sad, actually. Did you ever, guys, have ever, like, recurring nightmares when you were younger or anything like that? Yeah, I grew up Catholic, so big time. (laughs) (laughs) I always used to have dreams that, like, uh, I would step out the front door and then it would be over a cliff, or I'd be negotiating with my God, like a... Like a like a hostage negotiator for my family <laughs> all the time. Every night was a list of people I wanted to be spared. It was, <laughs> but um, these octopuses, like what I love about this is kind of like it's very cute. Like it's like those uh, these octopuses are octopusing themselves at night. <laughs> like they've seen it <laughs> by the the little octopus. They frash around and uh, spur out ink uh, because of dreams that they have, and that just reminds me of my partner. Like, you know, sometimes he'd be thrashing around <laughs> and secreting something. You're like, oh, it's just a dream. It's just a dream. Uh, side note, uh, actually, sperm quite works quite well as invisible ink. Uh, wow! Course- you should tell that spy whale that as well. We need to get this book. He needs to write that. Like, someone needs to write St. Petersburg. We know, <laughs> we know dolphins are a bit iffy about consent. I'm not sure how whales feel about it. <laughs> well, there's a sperm whale. If the beluga whale needs some, you know, ink, it'll be fine. And now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because you can't be what you can't buy. Do you want to warn predators not to eat you? Do you want to show people you're an evil Jedi? Do you want to maximise the sexiness of your socks? Now you can with the colour red. The colour red. Stop cars, start bulls. (laughs) Hee hee! You're sick of coughing, of repelling people with your stench, of looking like a cool cowboy but you just can't seem to quit smoking. Why not remove the ability to smoke altogether? Quit smoking with gills. There's no smoke without a fire, <laughs> and there's no smoking without lungs. And this episode, uh, I'm just thinking of a fish vaping now. It <laughs> would look so cool. And this episode of podcast is brought to you by Half a Glass of Water, the smoking for people with gills. <laughs> I'm glad you got that in that way. Thank That's you. Cool. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and you're a lone wolf. You don't need other people. You think meaningful relationships are basically just one-on-one cults. Try internet fandom. Parasocial relationships <laughs> that don't require you to shower. <laughs> and that's your ad section for today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. (laughs) 
Now it's time for Wikipedia faking us out news news now. And this is the news uh, that Wikipedia has had the wrong Vatican City flag on it for years, which has led people to, for example, show up to the Vatican with the wrong flag. Uh, so, Wikipedia not being the final source of all information, I'm going to turn to Alison Spittle. You are Catholic. Can you unpack yes. this story for us? Well, it's a big case of citation needed, Alice Fraser. As uh, what's happened here? I feel, I felt like an actual news reporter there. You did the voice. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. That's um, your audition. So, the flag in the Vatican City, like it's yellow and white. We kind of all know that, right? It's it, to me to see someone wearing yellow and white. It makes me feel like they're from the Vatican City. Uh, and, uh, you know, as the lyrics went, take me down to the Vatican City uh, where the priests are wild. And the girls <laughs> aren't allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's this, it's, it's like, it's this actual country. And, 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 and until 2023, the internet didn't realise that this uh, flag didn't exist. Uh, that Sorry, that this flag was wrong. Which makes me feel like, Maybe this isn't a real country and shouldn't be taken as a real country. <laughs> I mean, if it's not in Eurovision, like, what is the point of it? Although I would love yeah. to see a Vatican City Eurovision entry. It would that be a would lot be of, amazing. like, yeah, a lot of choral <laughs> cho choral uh, songs on it. But, um, yeah, it, it, people just presumed because it was on Wikipedia that it was true. And it's strange because there's so much stuff on Wikipedia um, that, like, is smaller than a country that has good information about it. Like, for instance, there was a, a spate of killings that went on in Asia due to it, uh, due to a disagreement on how to sing My Way by, uh, <laughs> by, by Frank Sinatra. And like, if I can find that on Wikipedia, surely, like, uh, we could, we can have, you know, the actual flag of, of, uh, well, it's not a real country. I'm, I'm gonna say that. I don't recognize it. If it, it's not recognized, I'm pointless. And pointless to me is the epitome of uh, <laughs> truth and facts. Well, I mean, this is one of the amazing things about the My Way uh, killings, which is one of the, one of the stories this. that was put to us. I love how this is a thing that is just everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going straight yeah. on Wikipedia after that. Well, I get sent all of these uh, stories, and this is quite a tragic story, but it, it's sort of uh, bordering on, on funny because it's so uh, terrible, which is that um, people have, <laughs> a number of people, more than one person has been uh, killed because of, the, of singing uh, Frank's. Sinatra's my way, their way, essentially, <laughs> seeing it in a way that infuriates the, the listener. Uh, and also, ironically enough, when they are jailed for murder, means that they sit there in their cell thing singing, regrets, I've had a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, so, so Wikipedia, like, uh, to me, is a bastion of truth. Although I have a Wikipedia page, and if anyone... I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna say if anyone who listens to the Gargle also does no. Wikipedia, uh, <laughs> if anyone breathes in oxygen uh, and they're a listener of the podcast, uh, my my Wikipedia thing is so old. Like it don't, says, don't 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 trust the the people really? in Gargle listeners to update your Wikipedia for you. Oh, I want my job title as Flapjack Lumberjack. I want everything. Okay. <laughs> Fair. I will. I will. I will allow and recommend that. Yeah, I have the most unflattering picture of me. <gasps> 2014 up on my Wikipedia page, but I assume Alice. somebody's really proud of that picture, so I've got I've got to just leave it there. Genuinely, please look at my face on Wikipedia. I am sweating at Pride Parade. <laughs> I look disgusted. I, I look like the baby out of the dinosaurs. Remember Jim Henson? <laughs> 
very that, cute baby. I know, but as a woman, like imagine that with tits, right? Oh. That's what I have. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, Alice. <laughs> no, look, I just th- I think there is somebody who's going out there putting deliberately slightly unflattering photos on people's Wikipedias, uh, which is fine. I have a friend whose whole hobby is putting up pictures of his stuff as the stuff. So, for example, <gasps> the picture of the fridge on Wikipedia is his fridge. Wow. Um, so it's just him putting his little stamp on history. That's so cool. That genuinely is a great hobby to have. But I want to yeah. do that now. Let's go but- to WikiFeet. Well, I mean, there's, not to not to get into like reading recommendations. There's quite a long read essay that came out maybe about a year ago about a, a lady who goes on corrects people who write sort of glowing, um, glowing historical Wikipedia entries about Nazi soldiers, <gasps> and she'll go in and and fact check them. And that's just kind of an ongoing battle that is her. Wow! Does she add yeah. controversies to the Nazis like Wikipedia page? <laughs> Or like, you know, like the controversy number one. He was a Nazi. He was a literal Nazi. <laughs> um, also, I I go straight to private. I go straight to personal life every time in Wikipedia. Doesn't matter who. Uh, yeah, there's none in mine. So get that sorted, guys. Uh, high fives. <laughs> high fives. No, I think that's a victory. Have you got a Wikipedia page, Kai? Yeah, I do. I um, but yeah, it's not that much stuff on it, and it's, none of it's like. Like none of it's comedy related. It's basically just like all the bits of like my well, it's bits of like the comedy show, but it's just like factual stuff about my life. And I'm just like, I don't want this out there. But yeah, it's the, on there. that's the problem when you do like uh, when you do interviews in newspapers and stuff, and you're given the you know like know. you're given quite like I think mine is like mine specifically says where I was born and everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's fair. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> No, I'm so proud that uh, I've managed to proliferate a series of false facts about myself (gasps) that are now on the internet. So nobody knows. In every photograph, I stand at a slightly different height, so nobody knows. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) A lady never tells Alice, you know? (laughs) A lady never tells how tall she is. Um, That's a lovely, Kai, you got a lovely picture now. Like, are, you at, look, are you looking at my... I'm looking at your Wikipedia. Okay, we're, okay, we're looking at each of us. I'm going to... Uh, yeah, that was, just, that was just my Edinburgh. I don't mind that. Let's... If you are somewhere in the world and you're wondering what what picture of a comedian to use for anything, use something that they've put out for their own publicity purposes because I guarantee you they <laughs> yeah. picked that out of 400 yeah. photographs of their face after weeping and having a nervous breakdown about that's what the side of your head looks like. Yeah, so. 100%. Also, that photo is like the biggest catfish in my face. I'm absolutely fine with that. I feel like every time I were like anybody came to see me in Edinburgh, like a so theatre, they'd see me and be like, that is not the guy on the poster. Like, <laughs> um, which I'm, I'm all of my <laughs> all of my photos are pre-pandemic, pre-baby, so I've got to get them updated. <laughs> oh wow! Your 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 Wikipedia page guy is short but sweet. Like that makes me that makes me want to like. That makes me want to look at your work. That's very good. My yeah, you is... want a Wikipedia page written by someone who has a bit of a crush on you, just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll stop looking. I'll stop looking. Uh, but you know what's cool? My village, um, in a, my village's Wikipedia page has me as a section, which I think is very cool. That is, you've made it. You've literally made it. I mean, what's the village? Well, it's literally like a village of a couple of hundred people. So I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now it's time for your reviews. As you know, each week we ask our guest editors to bring in something and review it out of five stars. Kai, what have you brought in for us this week? So I'm, I'm going to set this up first. So I went, it was my friend's birthday recently. Um, so we all went to Weatherspoons because we're very, very classy. And um, my, so basically we ordered some food, we ordered some drinks. The waiter came, gave us our food, gave us the drinks. My friend got a steel hip flask from out of his jacket pocket. I was like, oh, I don't think you're allowed to bring your own alcohol into the pub. He went, it's not alcohol. He opened it up, he pulled it on his chips. It was Nando's hot sauce. And apparently, this is a thing that people do, that they can bring their own condiments. And people have, like, key ring condiments of, like, sriracha sauce and things like that. And apparently this is a thing. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was disgusted. But now I'm I'm all for it. And I give it absolutely (laughs) five stars. That's incredible. That's a, that's a, that is the power of Beyonce, though. She's been singing about that for years. Has she been singing about that? She's, that got, she's got hot sauce in her bag, swag. Like, you know, even though this oh, guy's what? got it in his pocket, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, he's got that Beyonce swag. But this is a thing I'm definitely going to have. I'm a big fan of condiments anyway. Bring your, bring your own your own condiment. I'm, I'm all for that. I'm a big fan of condiments too, but I like a chunky condiment, like a ma- like like a mango chutney. Or yeah, you need a you need a Batman style utility belt with different holsters. Yes, I do. <laughs> with like a spoon and everything like that, you know, just to just to get my. Uh, it's it's that- a Branston pickle. I've just got Branston pickle because the end of succession. So is that is that a condiment? That's not a condiment, is it? That's a condiment, and that's hilarious because that would be the most UKIP kind of way of doing a Beyonce song. Where it's like, I've got Branston pickle in my bag, swag. You know? yeah. That's why Whale would have Branston. It'd have some sort of like nationalistic item. Like do you know what? Do you know what it'd have? It would have its own eggs. Or is it beluga? Beluga is... caviar is a condiment. Its own egg. That would be. Is that uh, right? is that a Branston pickle in your pocket, or are you just salty to see me? <laughs> <laughs> and Alison, what have you brought in for us to review? I am actually reviewing something that's connected to Kai in a way. I'm reviewing uh, bringing a book to a Beyonce concert. So <laughs> I uh, I managed to get a, a ticket to go see Beyonce on Monday in London. It was on my own. Uh, it was really, really high up in the rafters. It cost me a hundred quid, but I'd be sat on my own between strangers. And I don't like crowds, so I wanted to get to the Beyonce concert early. Um, I was looking up as well, like uh, if you're allowed to bring in food into the Beyonce concert, and it said no. But I saw a woman bring in a full packet of Jaffa cakes, which wow. I love. Like that woman That's brought a full right. packet of Jaffa cakes to a Beyonce concert it was incredible. I brought a book. Um, I, and I brought the biggest bag that you could, which is a size A4. And the guy who was uh, doing my security was like, why Why such a big bag? And I was like, because it's a big book. And the book I have is called Reach for the Stars, which is a, a history of pop music from 1996 to 2006. And uh, <laughs> it's an incredible book. I was just reading about how Craig David was treated while waiting for Beyonce to come on, which felt like the most pop influence thing I could do. She was incredible, by the way. Like, there's no point in reviewing her. She's five stars. Uh, but also, bringing a book to a Beyonce concert. I'm going for four stars. Uh, loved it, but the weight of it as well, bringing it around, was a bit heavy. It is a chunk of a book. It's quite a <laughs> lot of history in that. But, uh, yeah, I had a great time. And that's our reviews section. Now it's time for our brain chip news and not the delicious kind of chips <laughs> that your brain eats to keep itself going after that 3.30pm slump, but the news <laughs> that Elon Musk's brain chip firm has won US approval for human study. Uh, 
Alison Spittle, you have a brain. Can you unpack this story for us? It's it's amazing that uh, Elon Musk's uh, company has won US approval uh, for brain chips when all that's really needed is daddy's approval uh, for Elon Musk uh, to make him stop doing this. And so apparently this is, it's kind of like, it's, I, why do I, I don't personally dislike I, uh, Elon Musk. I don't think of him that much, but I'm always suspicious of him. You know, even when he went out with Grimes, I was like, what's your deal, Elon? And <laughs> like, what's going on here? Like, that made me as scared as this brain chip thing. So apparently, like, uh, it's going to help people that have conditions as paralysis or blindness, and it's going to help them um, by connecting their brain uh, up to a computer via Bluetooth. Now, if anyone has ever used Bluetooth before, we were having Bluetooth problems there. <laughs> uh, imagine having to scream out to your friends, can you please stop connecting your headphones to my computer? I need that for my brain. <laughs> like, um, so uh, so they've, they've got FDA approval to uh, kind of explore this. What was weird, and I'm just having a look here, there was a, uh, there was a quote from Elon. He said, like, that humans don't really have to worry about AI, uh, that the brain chips will help. And I'm like, how are the brain chips going to help Daddy Elon? Uh, what are they going to do? Is the brain chip just going to go, no, it's fine. Uh, you know, AI is going to steal your job, but the brain chip is your daddy now. Uh, <laughs> and it's fine. And I just can imagine a lot of dudes queuing up around the block to be lobotomized by Daddy Musk. Uh, get yeah. brain cooked, you know, brain cooked. Bigger. <laughs> By big old musky. Uh, I feel. Um, I feel like if there was a Venn diagram of people who want an Elon Musk brain chip in them and people who didn't want the COVID vaccine in them, it would be a perfect <laughs> circle. It would just be a perfect circle. But he's, he, he also. So you, I know, Alison, you're talking about. His, apparently, I found this out. Apparently, his grandparents were from England and they moved to South Africa in the like mid 20th century, which is it's just incredible. I just like the fact that like Elon parents, grandparents were like, in mid 20th century England, they were like, no, we need to go to a place that is more racist. I think they heard the Southern Inside So Strong song and they took the side <laughs> of the oppressor and they were like, oh, let's get out of here. See, I got, I've got to be a slight contrarian here because I, I swing back and forth on Elon Musk. Everyone knows I have this sort of slightly conflicted relationship. I'm very, uh, I feel like we read the same uh, sci-fi novels as uh, yeah. adolescents, but he just decided <laughs> that, that people were the heroes who I didn't think were the heroes. You know, I think he, yeah. I, I tended to think the people he thought were the heroes were the villains. But uh, I, I, I applaud the ambition. I think this is a wonderful thing if it works out well uh, for medical technology. I can, I can have big questions about the fact that, you know, our system is not set up so that we can fund this kind of uh, medical research uh, with the government, uh, that it needs to be driven by private enterprise and the mad ambitions of eccentric billionaires but i do think that this could work really well if it ends up being a useful treatment for people with you know parkinson's or mobility issues um, yeah i am all yeah. i'm all for it the question is uh the fda approval process is so sort of internecine and and worryingly sort of whimsical that the idea that this is necessarily safe for use for humans i think is probably more of a roll of the dice than it is a guarantee also, I feel like all the stuff he does, like a space rocket to the moon and like a brain chip, it's almost like what well, It's fun, stupid, give it credit, it is it's fun. Like, it's like what a stupid person would think a clever person would do or something. <laughs> Just like, oh, what are these things? 
But yeah, I don't know. I, I ha- I'm similar to you. I have a bit of a conflicting thing with technology because like on one hand, I'm like, I feel like it is getting a bit too intrusive. But then also like when I order something off Amazon and they don't already have my credit card details, I'm livid. So <laughs> it would be, it's like I'm balancing the two things. I don't know what to, what to think of it. I just think we need to concretize the economy and for every convenience you get online, you have to give up one secret from your deepest heart. Wow. <laughs> then, well, you just have to but... <laughs> whisper into your into your computer, sometimes I'm jealous of my own daughter. You know, like, uh, and then... You know, and yeah, then they are you, like, are you Epsteining so. yourself, are you, basically, <laughs> as a billionaire? You're just, uh, you're blackmailing yourself, like, uh, having a great life, but also this dude has a lot of secrets on you. Yeah, but also, they, you know what would happen, like, with all these things, they just start sponsoring things. So it'd be, like, your memory of, like, your wedding day would be, like, sponsored by, like, Squarespace or something like that from now on, <laughs> or, like, Spotify or something. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I'm similar to you. I don't know. He just seems like a really bad sci-fi villain <laughs> I thought yeah. of a, I thought of a, a better line for that um, sometimes I'm jealous of the avatar I create of myself online <laughs> <laughs> I mean I am big time cut that back big time <laughs> also uh, like my brain feels like a Windows 98 computer if I was to connect it to any uh, computer it would be Windows 98 because it takes a long time to get going to load up and also for some reason there's pornography in weird places you know <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to see that now like you know trying to cook my eggs you go to the yeah. part of your brain that says taxes and you open it up and it's and then a little, little cartoon paperclip comes into your brain like do you need help I'm like get away that would be yeah. the worst software ever. oh god imagine Clippy like you seem to be masturbating do you need the hand you're like go away Clippy and then Clippy's like you try and get away he's like you can't you have to make me part of this and you're like okay Clippy I kind of feel like I do need a Clippy in my life now. <laughs> I think we all I mean, in the olden days, a clipper used to be called a wife. Um, (laughs) And that brings us to the end of the show. I'm flipping through the ad section at the back of the magazine. Kai, have you got anything that you'd like to plug to our beautiful listening audience? Uh, Oh, I'm doing an extra show uh, at Soho Theatre, my last show. And, uh, yeah, I've got a comedy special on Amazon Prime, so if you want to watch that, check it out. Ray and Alison Spittle, have you got anything to plug? Oh, you know me. Uh, my plug-in is uh, for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Tickets are selling well. I'm really excited about it. You can go, go get them uh, for the Edinburgh Fringe for one twenty-five every day apart from the 14th. And the show is called Soup and it's going to be on a monkey barrel. I'm doing loads of whips. I'm going to be in Oxford. I'm going to be in Bath. I'm going to be in Bristol. I'm going to be in Margate for Margate uh, Festival, which is really, really fun. I'm going to be in Dublin as well. Uh, doing a preview in Whelan's on the 14th of June which is my birthday and that's and Manchester and everywhere you have a lovely day thank you very much hey uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me online at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser it's a one stop shop for all of my stand up specials podcasts blogs weekly writers meetings and the new book club which is launching this week uh, which is a no homework book club where you show up and we read something together and then talk about it because so many book clubs in my life are just uh, a recipe for feeling like I haven't done my homework as a grown up which is my least favourite feeling whereas talking about books is one of my favourite feelings. This is a Bugle podcast and Alice Fraser production. I'm your host, Alice Fraser. Your editor is Ped Hunter. Your executive producer is Chris Skinner. I'll talk to you again next week.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.